you know, going into this Saturday, I don't think they're going to be able to pull it off. I mean, it, it shocked me. That's Well, here we go. It's last play of the game here. If they don't do it now, nothing's going to happen. Back in the pocket. Looks, looks, fires. Oh, my God. He caught it. He caught it. 10, 5, touchdown. This is Saturdays in the States. So I would say that in terms of this season in college football, it'd be confusion. It would be confusion. I don't know how this is going to play out. You know, one of the things that they've been talking about in terms of a characteristic within America is how with other countries and other cultures, they prepare for when that thing happens. So whenever it happens, they've prepared and prepared ahead of time so that they know that when that moment comes, they got it ready. They're fine. They're good. Will it be difficult? Yeah. Will it be different? Of course. It won't be easy. But they're prepared. They were, I, I, and I forgot, what the, it was all in regards to like the pandemic and America in general. And they were kind of just talking all about how, um, what America has been doing, you know, with their, with one of the characteristics of, of recent is how they don't prepare until it's too late, until it's already hit them in the face. Yeah, I mean, we kind of get ready here and there and, you know, and we do a little bit, but eh, we don't think we're, you know, it's not going to happen. And then when it hits us, then we panic and we're not prepared. And I think this year of college football is the epitome of that characteristic. They had a ton of time, a ton of time to get this season ready. And here we are, and it's just a complete mess. It's just, it's out of control. I don't know what what's going to play out. I really don't. And I'm going to get to that here in a minute. Um, but that's just kind of what I want to start off the bat. Like, yeah, we had football last Saturday and we had college football this Saturday, but it wasn't everybody. And, and I think it's on like two weeks till the SEC plays. I'm, I'm, I'm confused. I'm confused. And like, you know, if it was any other sport, I don't think it mattered, but the way college football is ran is it just, is it just, this just doesn't make any sense. This, there's a top 25, and yet not everyone's competing. I don't get it. What's going on? So I think that this is kind of just putting a really bad mark on how the NCAA has prepared for this, how these universities have prepared for it, and that's and it's just bad. It's just really bad. And so one of the first pointers I want to make on just pure confusion is how is there going to be a bowl game system? How is there going to be a national champion? If, if all these, these teams are starting at different points, when's our postseason going to be? Because it didn't start normally, and not all the teams are starting at the same time. I mean, like I said, we had a lot of schools play last weekend, and those got TV exposure just because there was football on. I guarantee you that if, that if you know the Big Ten was playing then, we would not pay attention to any of those schools. Yeah, Army won, but who cares? I mean, they do, but no, I mean, they just put that on just to put something on, get exposure, but I mean, they Army played again this weekend, and nobody cared. Nobody watched because all the big Power Five, some of the big Power Five schools are playing today. I mean, it just, I, I don't, what are we going to do? So we don't have all of these teams playing at the same time, so do we even buy the top 25? Because I don't. I don't buy the top 25 at all. Yeah, you know, North Carolina, the team we're rooting for on the podcast this year, they're ranked 18th. I don't believe it because uh, there's a lot of schools that aren't playing. Like, the AP, like the, the fact that we still have these ranking systems is a joke. It's a joke right now. 
And then I know the Big Ten, like, they're voting on or, or planning on actually starting the season in October. Great. So now you got a team starting here uh, on September 12th. Then you got the SEC starting later in September. Then the Big Ten starts in October. Do How, how are games done? How, how are bowls assigned? I mean, the Pac-12 hasn't even started yet. This, this is just a mess. This is just a mess. How are we going to crown a national champion? Were they the best school? I mean, they may have the title, but you're going to say, yeah, but, you know, a whole conference didn't even play. You don't know, You never know what Oregon could have done. You know? You never know what Washington could have done. I don't know. And then, like, if the Big Ten plays, yeah, well, yeah they, you know, Ohio State may go undefeated, but then they do they play in a bowl game right when their season is done, when the when the SEC has already finished their season like three weeks earlier? I don't know. I mean, this is just the things that we are have to look forward to because no one has, no one is, and I guarantee you I'm saying it right now, but no one's going to pay attention to it because when that moment comes, then ESPN and all and Fox Sports and all those big, all those big time, um, those big time sports sites are going to come up and say, well, uh, how are they going to do this? They never thought of this ahead of time when they really should have been. Right now is the time that they should kind of start thinking, okay, how are we going to get bowl games played? How are we going to legitimate, how are we going to legitimate, uh, get, a, get a legitimate national championship playoff game? And they're not thinking about it now. I guarantee you they're not thinking about it now. And they aren't, won't be thinking about it till the week of, I bet you. Till the week before all those bowl games are playing, all that selection stuff is happening, they won't even start thinking about it. If it's if, if there's any indicator of how it will go, think of how this season is being put on. They thought they pushed it off, they pushed it off, they pushed it off, they pushed it off. And then at the last moment, it was a complete mess. Some conferences are playing, some aren't, some teams are playing within those conferences, uh, most aren't. It's a complete mess. So if you want a preview for how the postseason is going to go, how the ranking system is going to be uh, viewed, how a national champion is going to be picked this year, it's going to be a mess, and it's not. It's going to be just a, a joke. It's going to be a complete joke, you know? I mean, there will be a national champion, but I guarantee you there should be an asterisk, or at least two asterisks by it, saying, one, it was during the year of the pandemic, and two, not everybody played. Or, or there'd be a third one saying the team that they played didn't play as many games as they did. Because, I mean, so the SEC starting in September, Big Ten's planning to start in October or whatever, and I bet you the Big Ten's going to want to play the SEC, but I bet you they will not have the amount of games played as the SEC. I mean, this is just, it's just bad. It's, it's disorganized, it's not good, and I'm going to be sitting and watching as it slowly just crumbles and gets worse. That's all I'm saying. Hey, if they pull it off, Oh my goodness, I'd love it. I'd love it if they somehow pulled this off. But right now, I'm not seeing it. Right now, I'm not seeing the ability for them to pull this off in any way. At all. I don't know. I'm not seeing it. So I'm sorry with that downer of an introduction, but it's just kind of how I'm viewing the landscape of this season playing out. It doesn't make any sense. It's disorganized, and I just don't know if I'm going to respect the normalcy of this year. So with that being said, though, let's turn our attention to the games. Um, the Big 12 is a horrible conference. It is so bad. You have a 23rd-ranked Iowa State team lose to Louisiana. The Raging Cajuns? Are you kidding me? Are you kidding me? 
That was a complete joke to your program. You're a top 25 team. You have a coach who has done a well-respected job of building this program up into something respectable. Even the Bear on College Game Day was talking all about how, you know, if they had somehow, you know, one like at least one or two more one or more of their games last year they would have gone 10 and 2 gone to a new year's six bowl game i mean that's how much praise this team was getting going into this season and you get boat raced by a team that you played to beat don't give me don't 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 let this fool you guys yeah it was an up yeah, they paid this team to come to uh, come to ames iowa and 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 get rolled over that's what they paid them to do and instead they paid them and they got beat. Do you realize how much better it must feel for that coach, who not only did they get a really good paycheck coming up there and playing, they got the paycheck and they won. They won. They kicked their ass. Are you kidding me? Oh my goodness. And you know, here's the deal. Iowa State up to this point was doing a really good job in building up their program and and kind of getting all the the, uh, recruiting down. They were getting those players in the rotation. They were getting that, you know, that upperclassman of of good talent who's slowly getting better. And then this happens on national, well, well, yeah, it was probably national TV. I I mean, I, I don't think national TV, not national TV matters because with social media, everything's pretty much national now. But this happens, and it goes. everybody knows about it. If I'm a recruit, hell no, I'm not going there. I'm not going to Iowa State. I'm not going to a place where you pay a team to get beaten and then you yourself get beat by that. You get rolled over by that team. No, I'm not going there. I'm not, I'm not recruit. You couldn't recruit me hard enough. No, no. That's... This is just so many bad implications on Iowa State. It's a really hard program to to even root for in general. And, you know they have never been a a well respected or you know team, and then they just do something like this. I mean it's just sad. It's just sad. I mean my goodness, you know, and I just don't. I just don't get how you can, how, how you can take anything good away from that. I just don't. I mean, let's see what we got here. They outdid them in first downs. Uh, first downs of the same. Fourth downs, they were one for three. Uh, Louisiana's one for one. They outdid them in yardage. They, I mean, they barely got outdone by passing. Rushing, they outdid them in rushing, 158 to 118. I mean, they got one more penalty for two more yards. Really, the only difference in this game was that Iowa State had two turnovers. Iowa State had two turnovers. They lost a fumble, and they had an interception, and that was it. But you look out this game, you outdo them in first downs. You uh, outdo them in total yards. You 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 you're, you lose to in passing yards by nine yards, but that doesn't mean much. You outrush them by 40 yards or so. You have two more penalties. I mean, on paper, everything about that game says Iowa State should have won 31-14. to But instead... They didn't because they didn't respect their opponent, and they got rolled over, and they turned the ball over. They even owned them in a uh, time of possession. They had the ball for more time than them, and they couldn't convert. Talk about a sad start to a sad program of a sad season. Now next, we're going we're gonna to switch to our team, North Carolina. This, and this is why I kind of feel bad for our team this year. You know, we're like, so for those who are new to this podcast, one season, we pick a new team to root for, and that is our team. No matter how good or how bad they do, that is our team for that uh, season. And what we have done, so last year was Nebraska, and my God, was it sad. It was really hard to watch a team get blown out every week. But the good part was how you kind of saw where the problems 
were there. You know, when, when Scott Frost first got there, you didn't know what the problems were. By second season, you knew what the problems were. And that was kind of like the, the good thing that we took away from that, that bad campaign last year. This season, we have so much high expectations, and we're so excited to be rooting for North Carolina, ranked 18th in the nation. But again, like with our opening statement, saying North Carolina goes undefeated, I don't even know if that's an actual national championship because not everyone's playing. And I mean, yeah, they're ranked 18th, but there's some teams within that top 25 that aren't even playing. So I don't even know the legitimacy of that ranking. I mean, they could go undefeated, and yeah, it'd be great. You know, we, we rooted for an undefeated team this year, but like, I don't know. I, I don't know what to tell you. So that's the only thing that makes me feel really kind of sad about rooting for North Carolina this year is we're rooting for them at the best possible spot, and yet it's the most topsy-turvy season to where I'm taking everything very lightly, you know, not that serious. So our boy Sam Howell, 25 for 34, 295 yards, one touchdown, but two interceptions. Uh, you know, here's what I'm going to say about watching that game is it, it, it's a lot like like how most week one games go uh, against other teams. It's rough in the beginning. You've been hitting each other, going after your same teammates for all summer long. You even add into this point that they probably didn't even know if they were going to have a season. I mean, you have that going in, and it just it just really disorients the, the mentality of this team. So I guarantee you once they finally knew that they were going to be playing— I bet you they got so excited. Now, with that being said, though, you're facing a new opponent that you weren't facing every single day, twice a day. You know, there's a lot of what-ifs that happened in that game. So, you know, I mean, they they won 31-6. to Great definitive win over Syracuse. But I'm telling you what, first half, it was a little bit slow. They had to work some things out, you know. And I think that was kind of what... what um, uh, Mac Brown had had kind of coached his team going into the second half of saying, hey, we kind of knew this going into this game. First week jitters, still figuring out what we're good at, but more importantly, what we're not good at that we need to fix. And so I think that's kind of the... Uh, the takeaway from this game, but in all honesty, dominated across the board, one for one on fourth downs, um, you know, 23 to 15 uh, first downs, total yardage, 463 to 202. They held them to under 100 rushing yards at 68. I mean, my goodness. Now, the one bad thing, though, like I said, is we had three turnovers to one, two interceptions, and one fumbled loss, one uh, one fumble. And I think this is one of the things uh, with, with our quarterback, with uh, Howell, is all about how, you know, yeah, this was Syracuse, but when we get into those big-time games against Clemson, uh, you know, against, you know, maybe Miami this year, they could be really good. When we get into those, like, big-time games that will that will be facing these harder teams, he's got to learn not to force the ball. I think at times he was a bit too aggressive. At times he tried to do a little bit too much, which is why we had more turnovers uh, than Syracuse this week. But all in all, it was a really great performance. Uh, you know, obviously took took off near the end. Um and there's another thing to this. So we outrushed them 160 to 68, but we had the exact same rushing attempts at 35. So in a sense, that's just a really big compliment to our defense. Defense doing an amazing job owning the line of scrimmage, not letting them go north and south. Really good job on the defensive play. I think this is going to be a, a really, really exciting um, season for North Carolina. Next week, we got a juggernaut of Charlotte. Lord help us, you know, um, but anyway, so we got Charlotte, then after that, Boston College, so again, it's just a weird season, it's just a weird season, so anyway, though, hey, we're 1-0, 
Go Carolina, go Heels. Um, it, it was it was a good way to start off this season as opposed to last year with Nebraska, I'll tell you that. Uh, Duke went over, uh, or Duke lost to Notre Dame. That was weird, the, the social distancing crowd spectacle they had there. I just don't get it. I don't, it, it just looked awkward. It looked weird, and yeah, I get it. You want to have fans in there. You want to have some type of normalcy, but yeah, Notre Dame, that was weird. Yeah, and you know some of these games I don't even really go over just because I'm not doing you a service as a fan uh, of the sport to talk over something that was obvious. Like if I were to deeply go into Oklahoma's 48 to nothing win over Missouri State, that's just wasting our time. We all know the story. They paid their they paid them to go in there and lose. It was the game to kind of get Oklahoma back on track. I mean, it just you know Texas versus UTEP. I I, I mean, it's just weird, you know. So. I, I don't know what else to to say with some of those games. You know, last week I could talk about some of those games, but by and large, it was football. But but we aren't paying. We're here a week later, and we aren't paying attention about those teams at all. Like it just again, this is just weird. I I, I don't know. I I wish I had a much more you know linear uh, touch point for every talking point of this of these episodes this season. But oh my goodness. So next, so here's the one thing I do want to point out. So looking at Oklahoma's schedule, the next two weeks, I expect a combination of 100 points because you have K-State that lost to a team that they played, that they paid to play, and then you have Iowa State against Oklahoma. Like, I just hope that it's a 50 to nothing blowout these next two weeks. I really do. I, I, I Honest to goodness, I really do. Um, so, you know... It's just, it's just weird. And these are the games. Like, this is, these are the games. It was just one conference. I, I don't know what to, to say going forward here, folks. Um, I, I'm, you know, I, 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 what we can do here, this is what we can do, is let's just look forward to week three games. Let's pick them, even though we don't have a lot. And, and folks, again, because not all of the conferences are playing, Army is now ranked 22nd, just after one win. They're now ranked 22nd, and BYU is 21st. Even though if it was a normal college football year, Army would have to go 10-0 and before even getting a 22nd ranking. So let's just keep that in mind. So next week, well, actually, no, the Army-BYU game is postponed. Virginia-Virginia Tech is postponed. You got Oklahoma State and Tulsa. I think we can all guess where that one's going to go. We got Cincinnati versus Austin P. Uh, we all know where that's going to go. Louisiana versus Georgia State. And again, remember that Louisiana Raging Cajun team that ran over Iowa State? Yeah, they're now 19th because not that many teams are playing. They're now the 19th best team in the country. This is going to be crazy. Pitt is 1-0 even though they, they've only played one game. And again, that's one of those comp- those teams where they'd have to win at least 5 or 6 to go 6-0 and to even be in the top 25. They're now, you know... Uh, Appalachian State, and that's a more respectable because they're kind of on the brink of that, you know, program respectability. They're 24th, um, but that's kind of what we're going up against. Um, North Carolina went 1 0, and now we're ranked 12th. You know, Miami, one game, 17th. I mean, they're just desperate to make this interesting. They're desperate to make this interesting, folks. So we got Louisiana and Georgia State. I, I mean, you could maybe make that interesting. I don't know. Syracuse and Pitt. I, I, you, I, I don't know. I feel like Pitt's going to roll them over. Appalachia State and Marshall, that one could be kind of interesting. That one could be could be closer than we think, um, but I, I really couldn't tell you. Notre Dame at UCF. 
Um, like I said, North Carolina against the juggernaut Charlotte. UCF and Georgia Tech. I think that one's actually going to be a pretty good, close, hard-fought game. Um, ooh, Clemson faces their uh, highly anticipated rival, Citadel, the Citadel, the Citadel. That almost sounds like something like a, a fifth grader made up. <sighs> this is just sad. The only real good game is Miami and Louisville. That is the one game that is that is really interesting. Those are two respectable ACC programs. I think that, and that's a proper primetime ABC slot Saturday night game. And I'll say that I'm very excited for that game next week. Um, that's that's kind of what we're going to be looking for. Uh, so that's that's what we got. You know, I a lot of these games I think are kind of predictable. I'm not going to just make any hype out of their predictions. Uh, you know, for the sake of it, I'll just go down the line. Oklahoma State over Tulsa, Cincinnati over Austin P, Louisiana over Georgia State. I'll I'll take Pitt over Syracuse, App State over Marshall, Notre Dame over UCF, Heels over Charlotte by a million. Uh, I'll take UCF over Georgia Tech. I'll do that. Um, I'll take the Citadel over Clemson. I'm just kidding. Um, and then I'll take the U over Louisville. I'll take the U over Louisville. That's what I'll do. Um. But anyway, that's all we got. I mean, again, these episodes are are, are short and they're going to be weird. I I don't know what more I can do. Um, I'll, I'll think of it as I go. But yeah, that's kind of where we are in this in in this state. We're technically in week two, but not. I, I don't know. Anyway, thank you all for listening. Um, go heels, and uh, let's let's just enjoy it while it lasts. Cause Lord's Lord knows when. The, the pandemic may take over again and they may have to stop it all. So let's just at the very least just enjoy it while it's happening. Thank you for listening.